truth. And then what's more, he nailed the words upon their door. He did that. He knew his life was in danger. He knew it wasn't going to be pleasant. But he did it. He did it. Uh, I have to, as I say, I know I need a lot of maintenance. And I was thinking about what I need to ask myself every so often. Every so often. Uh, kind of a test. And I'd, I'd still do it. But I said, if Jesus Christ today appeared, which would I feel, joy or fear? Would I gladly call his name or try to hide, conceal my shame? I have to ask myself that every now and then. Every now and then. Uh, I think we believers, we Christians, tend to think others especially the early people. We think, how could they be like that? Especially the Pharisees and the children of Israel and so forth and so on. Whether we realize it or not, we tend to think that we're a little better than that. And let me tell you, we ain't. Uh, I was thinking about that and I said, how could they hang him on that cross? Do that to him who loves the lost. But I can't point where others failed, where I myself helped drive those nails. I myself helped drive those nails. So what this, you know, I think you say, what's wrong with people? Well, it's sin, of course. But what what brings on sin more? I think more than anything, it's pride and ego. I believe those are the main offenders. Uh, we misjudge our size, is what we do. We're created God's image, but let me tell you, He's far distance from us. Uh, we, we misjudge our size, and I, <clears throat> you'll see what I say here. I said, each day my job is shrinking me to a size that I myself can't see. That way I keep my vision clear to see my Lord, who's always near. I have more about size here you know I thought I've often thought and I sometimes give thanks that God didn't give me any talents he didn't give me none what a blessing you know I grew up a hillbilly fan Hank Williams if I could have sang like Hank Williams or played a guitar like Glenn Campbell or maybe acted like Gary Cook what I've got to him I don't know about that I'm afraid I would have been in deep jeopardy and I too, I occasionally give thanks that I have no talents, that I'm where I'm at. But uh, I said, thinking about that, I, I cannot act or play or sing. I have no talents I can bring. But I have come to realize God gave me gifts that fit my size. One last one about size here. When Satan's dart of rage I feel, cause someone my thin skin has peeled, the problem is not what they can say. It's that I misjudged my size today. <laughs> uh, as I said at the beginning, it's, it's a lot of our Christian's success has to do with maintenance. And uh, it's so important. I saw when I was sick so much in the hospital that felt plumb strange and I just I didn't feel as close to the Lord 
And it finally dawned on me that I was out of that routine of maintenance. Man, I tried to pray in the hospital, but it just ain't the same. And, uh, but, but we do need it. I said, <clears throat> it's good to go to Sunday school, church, and hear the Word, to try to listen carefully and learn from what we've heard. But all of that is worthless and nothing is achieved unless we take the things we hear out with us when we leave. Oh, we, we just got to retain this stuff or we just might as well be anywhere. In fact, I kind of summed up a, a short, simple form of why here. I said, if my life a garden be and my God doth tend and water me, Sins weeds he pulls and throws away, but sadly I grow more each day. <laughs> uh, you know, I said a while ago we tend to kind of look down on the early people. You know, how could they, the Pharisees, and the children of Israel with their idols, you know. Anyway, I've I thought about that. And I, I said... Uh, God warned his early children from idols stay away, whether carved from wood, shaped from stone, or formed by using clay. We modern Christians tend to think, how silly could they be? But an idol can be anything. This we often fail to see. This we often fail to see. Uh, I, I also... You know, we think about how hard the early martyrs had his apostles and, and early Christians in general. But I will say this. I think believers today face more temptation. I believe the devil has more tools now than he ever had. Now, you know, this world is advanced scientifically and medically, and, and I myself have benefited, benefited from some of the medical advances. With space age, you can have the world at your fingertips, and, but, you know, we still lock our doors at night. You know, in some ways, I think we're going backwards. Uh, with science and whatnot, we've progressed. Yes, but what the, the one thing that's really important, have we? Churches are dropping in attendance, uh, you know. But anyway, on this business of ego and uh, I tend to think we're bigger than what we are. I wrote this, and this will sum up this particular phase. I said, we all have heard it said, he is a self-made man, from the bottom to the top, all by his own hand. When Christ obeyed his Father, or our sins atoned, he'll ever be the only one who did it on his own. Oh, uh, As I said, I myself has, have benefited certainly and probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for some of the advances in medicine. And, uh, you know, and I appreciate that. Uh, it's just like uh, I was raised on, by a wood stove in an outhouse. I wouldn't want to go back to that. But, but really, as far as our spirituality, have, and our, have we done any better... Uh, by having indoor plumbing, I mean, when what counts than having to make a hundred-yard dash on a cold, windy night to the outhouse? <laughs> no, I don't think we have. I think that 
ease tends to lend itself to the work of the devil, while hardships seem to be used exclusively by the Lord. It seems that way to me. But anyhow, medical science has advanced so much in recent years, found numerous ways to help us all delay in leaving here. So many new discoveries and cures we now behold, but only Christ our Savior can heal a dying soul. Only Christ our Savior can heal a dying soul. And that's really all that counts. Whether we're here 20 years or 100, really in the end, it's not going to matter. What do we do with it? What do we do with it? And we're in an age, I've heard pastors say this, and let me say again, I've thought of this in a story I've written, by the way, it was inspired by his sermons. Uh, but we're in a now age, me age. Uh, it's all about me and a lot. You look at your advertisements on TV and what have you, and just the attitude of the public, and not all of us, but I said there's much ado nowadays about how one feels and looks. Countless advertisements, magazines and books. These things don't really matter. For them we cannot hold. To feel our best, look to Christ for beauty to our souls. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And more, more serious than that, by far more serious than that, is I said it seems that we have reached a time when sin is no longer sin, that modesty and chastity are not considered in. Wrong is wrong, no matter how. How by this world it's rated. For what the holy book does teach will never be outdated. Never will. I uh, <clears throat> thinking about how we, we, we have to live in this world. This is where we spend our time. We have to pass through here. Good and bad pass through here. Just like Jesus did. He had to pass through this world. He had a pretty rough time of it too. <clears throat> but by him coming through here like us, all of we'll have a fair trial. We can be assured of a fair trial. Sure God knew ahead of time who was going where. But that's not the way they all had to pass through. We all had to pass through this world. Even Jesus had to pass through this world. And that assures us of a fair trial fair trial. He could have created a bunch of, he had angels. He wanted some people that loved him. That, that's why he gave us self-will. Um, anyway, talking about having to exist in this world, I said, it is so intended that a ship be in the sea. But when the sea gets in the ship, trouble sure to be. So it is with Christians, live in this world we must, but daily pray while on our way, the world not getting us. Even well-meaning Christians, and I'm certainly on that list, I'm, I'm on the list all of them. They mean well, but they really get their heart before their hearts. What I think what it is, we get our priorities all mixed up. That's what it's all about, your priorities. What it's all you, you can simplify it. It's all about us getting our priorities. You know what's really the most important? What is? 
If all gonna die, ain't no getting around that. But then we got a long time to go. But anyway, I say well-meaning Christians uh, sometimes get their priorities wrong. I said it is a natural thing that parents want the best for their children's food and clothes, schools, and all the rest. How sad, though, when they overlooked the most needed thing of all, knowledge of their Jesus Christ, that they might hear his call. Amen.